It's the Muppets Minute Show with your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the Muppets Take Manhattan, Minute 77. Minute 77 begins with what Kermit would have wanted and ends still with a forlorn gang. (laughs) A forlorn gang. The forlorn gang. It's not nice seeing them all sad like this. You know, I'm used to seeing them all happy. It's very sad. Um, Well, we have Fozzie saying that it's what Kermit would have wanted to push on. So, again, kind of coming off the heels of what we were talking about yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, they all want to give up, but because it's what Kermit would have wanted, they decide that they're going to, you know, at least attempt to push forward. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Kermit really is kind of running the show, even when he's not around, huh? (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty interesting. Yeah, he occupies their thoughts that, you know, they... um, it took a lot. I mean, they went through a lot. Think about it. I mean, they they came to New York on this big dream, and then they all separated because they thought they were doing what what was best for Kermit. Everything that they've done has been for Kermit. Um, yeah. You know, I don't even know if they came to, to Broadway for themselves. I mean, they wouldn't have if Kermit wasn't leading them, uh, maybe ex- with the exception of Miss Piggy. Um, right. Because she would have been seeking the stardom, the fame, but they all came for Kermit because he's, he wanted to put on his play. They all left because they thought that's what Kermit wanted or needed. They all came back because of Kermit. I mean, right. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not I'm yeah. not saying that it's it's wrong or bad. It's just another moment of noticing. Yep. Yeah. Um, they... Uh, we we cut outside to our frog friends and they're walking around outside and check out some of these prices. I mean, I wish I could get five apples for a dollar. Right. right. This is just like depressing. That would be fantastic. I, I It's funny. I mean, I get the fruit and vegetable stand, but then it looks like there's just a flat out like flea market outside on the street corner. Yeah. Like, in front of the plumbing store. Right. Why is there so, like, is that really a thing in New York where like during the middle of the day, you just throw all your stuff out on the street and be like, Here you I go. don't think it's it's a flea market. I think it's plumbing supplies from the plumbing store. Well, I don't know. I don't know why it's out on the sidewalk, but yeah. maybe it's maybe it's like a, a blowout sale or something. I don't know. But it does look like plumbing stuff. Like there's a sink and there's like like hoses and uh, there's an oven there's, like, and a refrigerator and a fan. Well, that's true. There is an oven. I, I think it's sure. just a, a, a garage sale. The dude's like, the plumber's like cleaning out his garage. And there, there you go. He is just like a sitting there and he's going through stuff. I can't quite tell what he's going through. It looks like just like a box of stuff. Yeah, no, but yeah, I, maybe I, that's his. Mm. I think that's a potential customer. And he's like, dude, this is like gold. I love like I love rummaging through stuff. It's like, don't you rummage through boxes when you go to like like garage sales? Yeah, do you think you this find? is maybe where Pete got that little tiny TV that oh, maybe. never gets turned on? You think that he bought it from the little next door flea market? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. He probably gets did everything you, from next door. Did you notice, Nick, I thought you might find it funny that they're, they're, the frogs are congratulating each other on their um, great presentation. And Jill says, I couldn't have done it without Phil's flowchart. <laughs> so, so, so Kermit is the one responsible for all these amazing charts. Yeah. I mean, 
how how could we have thought any differently, right? Well, I mean, in, in later on, I mean, Carmen will talk about like analyzing market reports. He's become a real like like brainiac, and you know, right? And, but I just like the idea that it's like the chart. <laughs> the chart was so stupid; like it made no hey. sense. And but no, it made no sense. And like yet. Kermit did it, and he's making all these amazing charts. I just like the idea that Kermit's back there making these charts that make no sense. It well, just makes every choice Kermit makes turns to gold. So right, I mean, apparently, um, again, they just okay. So they were walking by Pete's. They all make the decision to try somewhere new for lunch, and uh, again with the hmm, 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 which makes favorite. me wonder: like, is this a is this not the normal route they go through? Are they not normally in this part of town? Like. I guess not. Maybe they were making a presentation down here somewhere. Yeah. That's my assumption. Because, yeah, it seems like they're kind of walking through an unfamiliar area. Um, although, uh, speaking of unfamiliar, I should say that when Kermit comes in the diner, there seems to be a little bit of moment of familiarity, right? Like he kind of lo- yeah. he looks around like he's recognizing the area. Like he's not maybe doesn't recognize it, but he's got like a little moment. Like he's got a little feeling like. Hmm, this is weird. I kind of expect them to turn around and notice the Manhattan Mel- Melodies uh, poster. Yeah, but he, if he didn't notice it on the newspaper that he was reading, he he wouldn't. It wouldn't mm. strike any chords with him. I assume, right? It's true. Yeah. Um. So I like that, and I do like the idea that they have situated this so that he <laughs> he has to literally walk past them. Mm-hmm. This is such a great shot, and. Totally, like I said, like kind of unnecessary. Like they didn't need to do that, but everyone is so depressed they don't notice Kermit walking right in front of them, which I think is really a clever way. And that they're right next to them, and you're thinking this entire time, like, oh my god, they're probably going to leave, and they're not even going to know he was ever there. Yeah, uh, it's just a really clever way to set up the scene, and I I wanted to point that out because I like that. No, and I'm glad you did because I thought this was a great minute because there's really not a heck of a lot of content in this minute. I want to point out the director of photography. Robert Painter, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we talk, talked a little bit about the, the composition of a lot of these shots, um, oh, you know, as, as interspersed throughout the throughout the film. But, yeah, I love how he's able to to really like, again, this is a this is a pretty dynamic shot. And yeah. and I, you know, I love the, the framing, the blocking, all that stuff. And, and then, you know, on the other the previous minute yesterday, um, when they swept up from the building and then down into the restaurant, I mean, those little things make a big difference into, uh, into making this a real, yeah, uh, real movie. And, and so Robert Painter worked a bit with, um, uh, uh, Frank Oz and on other films as well. So they were able to work together a, a bit and you could tell like, Frank Oz was trying to make, you know, again, a real film he was making. I think even different choices than, um, you know, Jim Henson. I think the, the yeah. tone of some of the choices they made as far as the the shots themselves, the framing, the the, the composition of the shots and how the actors moved around um, was a little different than the way Jim Henson made films. You could You could really tell. I'm nodding like crazy because I agree with you completely. And I think in a better way, like I think yeah. uh, in in many ways, this movie is not as strong as some of the other ones. But I think that in terms of direction and uh, and the cinematography, it's the best probably of the three. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. So I just wanted to give him a little nod. Director of photographies don't get uh, enough credit. 
No, they don't. And I mean, like you're right. This is a pretty long, it's a long involved shot. Like the, the frogs all come in and they have a moment where Kermit looks around. And then when we pan over, we see the entire gang and they're all moving. You know, they're all in there. All the puppeteers are there. And the, uh, the, the frogs are settling into their booths, which I was wondering if you think these are the same three puppets or do you think they have three duplicates that are already situated? Uh, that was going to be my next question because there's barely any time for these puppeteers to get like behind the booth and be all ready to go, right? Get the, get the menus in hand. Yeah, it seems like there would have to be some some puppets already in place there that are being puppeteered by other puppeteers. I would that would be my assumption, and it also looks like this table has not been cleaned yet. Obviously, I mean we know that that's for story purpose later. But I noticed it, and I was just like, "Who? How are they already eating? What's who's, what's all this chicken?" And then I realized, "Oh, it's because they they hadn't eaten, they haven't even ordered, and their table has not even been cleaned." Yeah, so I thought that the was rats weird. are probably just the rats are probably just depressed about the show. Huh. So, I, I thought the rats are noticeably missing from this whole sequence, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are they? Um, maybe they're at the theater, um, and and maybe that's why the table isn't getting bust. I guess so, because no one is busting this table. And it, it's just a strange choice. Like, I know why, obviously, they have the glasses there that are full of different levels of water. But, like, and so maybe, like, the the leftover food has to be there to explain the presence of those glasses. Um, yeah. So I I get that. But it is just strange that they would have, like, sat down at a dirty table. Like, well, yeah, you know? there's a lot of strange. They sat down at a dirty table that had menus, um, right, and, right, right, and and I don't, yeah. I mean, I know we're thinking way too much about that, but I think the I don't feel they needed to have the dirty dishes there to have the water. Well, the water glasses at different levels because if they just got the you're right, okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, they could have put the water and you could have believed that maybe some time passed and they sipped some water and like yeah. the rat could have brought the water glasses, sat them down and then just walked out of the frame. Like that could have been an easy way to solve it too. Yeah. Um, I think though, if they had done something like that, we wouldn't have sat here and talked about it for three minutes. That's so, true. you know, there's it, that. It is kind of, <laughs> they got that going for them. So uh, I, it, it is kind of funny that they, uh, they sat at a dirty table. They probably don't, maybe they don't know any better. I don't know. You know, I don't know. They seem like pretty clean frogs. I mean, they got that ocean breeze. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's just a strange choice. But who is possibly going to wait on them? Because Piggy is sitting at the table next to them. So is Jenny. They're the only two waitresses we know. I guess Rizzo has done some waiting. Right. Um, And I mean, but yeah, like you said, we haven't even seen any rats around. So. And maybe I maybe you're right. Maybe they're just all not there, and that's like why none of the tables are getting bust. I could buy that. Maybe the diner's actually closed. Yeah, it's there's nobody even there. Nobody's eating. They're like, go away. We aren't serving food today. Right? I mean, because where's Pete? I mean, Pete, yeah, Pete, Pete he had the day off. Pete, I, I don't think Pete's there because you know how hard Pete is on on his workers, like getting you know right, bust the tables, right. get the orders. I, You'd I mean, be hearing him yelling. Yeah. What Maybe they're all uh-uh. they're all at the theater. I think they're all at the theater. They're all out looking for Kermit. I'm trying um, to think ahead. Do we? I really can't think if we see Pete again. Yeah, I'm I sure don't remember we... either. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Uh. I I love some of the rhyming jokes. I get a I get a kick out of the Phil, Jill, and Bill and Gill stuff. I don't know why. It's just funny to me. Apparently, Bill wants to get the bill, mm-hmm. right? 
And um, <laughs> Jill is asked if she wants something from the grill. And then she says, meat makes me ill, Gil. And I, my first question was, how does he not know that she doesn't eat milk, meat? Right? I mean, clearly yeah. they've been working together for some time. And you think he would know that she's a vegetarian, right? Yeah, well, no, it does not necessarily that she's uh, a vegetarian. Meat just makes her ill, and she's not in the mood to get ill right now. Okay. Well, no, well, I mean, don't you eat foods that make you not feel good just because you like them? Well, that's probably true. Yeah. That's definitely true. <laughs> you so, just think I'll deal with it later because it's worth it right now. Right? Totally. Uh, absolutely. So maybe that's what's going on, and she's just not in the mood for that. Yeah. moment today maybe they have another presentation later and she just can't deal with the tummy troubles it's possible it's funny how we do that as humans and we're just like yeah i'll take a pill for it i'll take an antacid pill or whatever right. we know this is gonna hurt we know we'll feel feel horrible after eating this yet we do it anyway yeah well we enjoy our our pleasures yeah and that's and food is a big one yep <laughs> uh but uh, but yeah, so they're having their fun little rhyming game. And I think, honestly, that's kind of where this minute ends. I mean, there's a little bit of talk more over at the uh, sad table of grumps. Not grumps. I guess they're just depressed. Well, I mean, but, Scooter um, leaves us hanging this minute. He's like, I don't even know what he's saying. Well, he we, have to, we have to get over to the theater and... Yeah, I mean, I and do what? What are they going to do, Nick? I don't know. I guess we're going to have to find out tomorrow. Maybe eat sandwiches. I don't know. Well, they're going to have to because no one's making them food here. Nah. <laughs> you have anything else for Minute 77? Absolutely not. Well, we'll be back with you guys tomorrow uh, for the next minute. Check us out at Muppets Minute on Twitter and MuppetsMinute.com. We will see you guys back tomorrow for Minute tw- uh, sorry, minute 78 of Muppets Minute. <laughs>